You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Helen of Troy was the face that launched a thousand ships. And Frederick Bernard was credited in 1921 with coining the phrase, A picture is worth a thousand words. Well, with polite apologies to Helen and Frederick, neither one of them could hold a candle to the unparalleled talents of our special guest today. And guess what? She even brought a talented posse with her on the air. You ready, listeners? I want you to meet Chaser, a Border Collie, an Einstein among those who wag and bark. She's the subject of a new must-get book. And the title, why, it declares her never-before-accomplished talents. It is called Chaser. Unlocking the genius of a dog who knows a thousand words. And we are honored today to have on our show, Chaser. Can we give her a little whoop out, Chaser? Can you speak? Chaser, say hello to everybody. Chaser, speak. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job. And there giving her friendly coaxing is her pet parent, Professor John Pilly. And with us also is his co-author, Hillary Hinsman. Hey, everybody. John, Hillary, and Chaser, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, folks, just how did Professor Pilly train Chaser to know more than 1,000 words and test her mettle on live TV? For these answers and more, you got to sit and stay, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Obehave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Okay, I'm just going to declare this on the air. We have the smartest dog on our show. Move over, Lassie, Rin Tin Tin, all these other ones. I want you all to meet Chaser. She is a Border Collie who knows more than 1,000 words. She comprehends nouns and verbs, which is pretty good. That's something not all middle schoolers can say. And bottom line, 
doggone cute. She is joined today by the co-authors of her book. We are talking about her owner, pet parent, Professor John Pilly. He is an emeritus professor of psychology at Wolford College in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And I got to say, Professor Pilly, if you just changed the spelling of that college, you would be going to Wolford College. <laughs> Thank you. That's true. I think it was just destined, don't you think, this book? Yes, and others have also called this uh, Wolford <laughs> uh, now, more and that's kind of, that's said with all due respect. And we also have an accomplished journalist, Hillary Hinsman. Hey, pause up, Hillary. Hello. <laughs> he goes, what? Pause up? That's right. You're on the show. It's called Oh Behave because you don't have to. But today, I'm I'm really excited. I read your book. They collaborated. They produced this book. It is called Chaser, Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. So, you know, I want to get started. You have this one quote I was reading about you guys. And one of my uh, most respected people in the world of pets and people is Templin Grandin. And, you know, folks, you know her. She wrote Animals in Translation, Animals make us human and I think she says it really well one of the endorsements for this book is from Temple who said after you read Chaser you will realize that you may have underestimated the intelligence of your dog marvelous insights into a dog's mind so you're a professor your job is to discover things that's what you told your grandkid Aiden's class right in New York when you brought Chaser to meet them correct that's true that's what scientists do make discoveries <laughs> So here you are, a professor of psychology for many years. You're a dog lover, a pet lover, and you've written in journals, peer-reviewed journals, and now you're writing a dog book. Correct. But you kind of did the science first before the book because it's my understanding you teamed up with another colleague at your college, Dr. Alliston Reed, and you published a research paper about what Chaser is doing in the Behavioral Processes Journal. So let's go back in time. You're here, you've had dogs all your life, and we'll get into Yasa's story in a bit, but what was it that you and your wife, Sally, when you saw the litter of puppies, made you say, I want this puppy, this one you had called puppy for a long time? Well, we're at Wayne West's farm. He's brought 10 puppies out, and lo and behold, while we're sitting and watching, Chaser chose us. (laughs) Oh, there you go. She went to Sally, climbed into her lap. And the decision was made. This is our puppy. You know what? She was a smart dog even before she was uh, potty trained, huh? That's true. She really, I thought before, that she really belonged in the mountains in Scotland. But her choosing us gave us the feeling, okay, we've got to go with the flow. And we've got to optimize this relationship that we have and make life happy with us. Now, you have two daughters, correct? Robin and uh, Debbie? Two wonderful girls. All right. Now, were they pretty big on the uh, vocabulary? Were they ahead of their peers in learning words and comprehending? Uh, Well, I like to think so. I like to think so. Both of them are very bright, and they've learned to live a life that is very fulfilling. Well, I'm just wondering if they kind of helped you on the path when you got Chaser to be able to put into use your skills as a teacher as well as a dog lover and, you know, a family man. I'm just wondering, I'm just asking you, do you think when you got this dog, this was a a different kind of relationship when you got Chaser, and you started from the get-go teaching her different words. What was your motivation to say when you got this puppy, I really want to teach this dog more than just sit, down, fetch? What inspired you? What was it that said, this is a special dog, I need to bring out the teacher in me? Well, 10 years before I retired, dogs became my research assistants and and research subjects. 
And back in those days, I was hoping to teach Yasha the names of objects, but I was Mm -hmm. unsuccessful because I was using the wrong technique. And then in 2004, the same year we got Chaser, Kaminsky had published an article in Science where a dog by the name of Rico, a German dog, had learned 200 words. Well, that was a challenge. I knew then that some way or another, if I could discover how to teach her, she could learn maybe a thousand. I remember the story of Rico from Germany, and I wrote a book called The Dog Behavior Answer Book, and we said in there that the dog that knows the most words is Rico. I think I'm going to have to call my publisher now and say we have to do a re- updated version because we're going to have to put Chaser there instead. Well, the method that we used to teach her was a very simple one, just have only one object that Chaser's exposed to or plays with at a time. And while she's playing with that object, the object takes on value, and as soon as the object takes on value words could take on value. And so that was the secret in terms of her early learning relative to learning the names of objects. She actually knows 1,022 and counting, right? Yes, and the counting number, we don't have any idea. It's infinitely more than we think. And from what I understand, she was named Puppy for the longest time until there was an episode with a Jeep Cherokee. So can you explain how you and Sally came to name your beautiful Border Collie Chaser? You want to respond to that, Hillary? Well, I'll cue you by saying that names have always been important for the dogs in your family and that your daughters were often the ones who named the previous dogs, including Yasha. You wanted, uh, with Chaser, to have a name that really uh, reflected her personality and her individual temperament and that also fit with your quest to see how much language she could learn. And so for the first month, people were saying, well, what are you going to name this beautiful dog? And you kept saying, well, for now, we're going to call her Puppy because we just haven't found the right name yet that that really fits who she is as a unique individual. And then one day, uh, an old student came for a visit. I think you should tell the story from there. Well, on that particular day, Chaser was in the front yard and a vehicle Jeep comes racing by, and there goes Chaser. Sally and I were not fast enough, but my former student raced and saved her life. And so we learned two things there. We learned that Chaser does have the instinct for herding. There you go. To herd even Jeeps, or try. But we also learned that that's the name that she needs to have, Chaser. She was just waiting. I love that, that you really took the time to find a name that fits her. That is so great. And while we're talking about it, folks, this dog not only has a book, she has a website. Of course she does. And it is called ChaserTheBorderCollie.com. So after the show, I invite all of you to go sniff around that site. There's some video trailer about the book, Chaser, Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. And there's also some clips from some little known shows like, I don't know, AV. BBC World News Tonight with Diane Sawyer and the Today Show with Matt Lauer. So I think Chaser bow-wowed uh, both of those top dog hosts, right, John? Right. And one of the very important media was the one developed by Nova Science Now. That's right. So tell us a little bit about that. And are you getting a little better in front of the camera? You're doing great behind the radio mic, but you're now in front of TV all the time. Well, I prefer radio talk rather than the camera, primarily <laughs> okay. because when we're testing Chaser experimentally, we're engaging in a little uh, episode that's really not a game for her. Okay. She's learned, you know, when she's being tested, but we try to make that as enjoyable as we can. So I like radio interviews more than I do the 
video interviews. That was the brilliant answer of the day because you are on Old Behave Show. <laughs> well, folks, we're listening and speaking with Professor John Pilly and Hillary Hinsman together. They have written the book that you really need to get. It just came off the press. Well, actually, no, it'll be coming out in late October. But if you go to chasertheborderkali.com, you're going to find out a lot of great information about it. Great holiday gift book. It is called Chaser, Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. And we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be back with them. And maybe Chaser will chime in with a bark or two. So everybody, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Dean Koontz, and you're listening to Behave with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm feeling smarter by the second, and that's because we have the world's smartest dog on the air. We're talking about Chaser, the dog who has a book written about her. It is called Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. And with her are the authors of this book, Professor John Pilly and Hillary Hinsman. And can we get a little shout out again from Chaser, or is Chaser already learning, like doing the crossword puzzle right? Right now, John. Chaser, you're not sleeping, are you? Chaser, Chaser, speak. Speak. <coughs> woof, woof. Speak. <coughs> oh, you're still alive. Okay. Thank you, Chaser. We're speaking about writing this book. I mean, how did the two of you get together to write this book? You have the good professor who has the dog, Chaser, and Hillary Hinsman. How did you guys hook up? Well, I just had the incredible good luck of being put together with John by his literary agent and finding myself uh, learning about this amazing story, amazing dog, and an amazing family, the Pillies, and the wonderful learning that Chaser had done with John. And so uh, it was just a wonderful opportunity for me to be involved in a great story and try to do a little bit of justice to it on the page. Let me say, though, that I was the lucky one. He got into my head. knew me almost better than I know myself. Well, that is a good co-author, and I'm delighted because I read the book, and it reads very well, and you do get to know a little bit more about your insight and your family and, and things. I wanted to say that, you know, there's a lot of praise coming your way. If everybody goes after the show to the site, chasertheborderkali.com, you're going to see some pretty top dogs giving some praise for your book. I mean, one of the ones, I got to tell you, I love this from Steve Dunno. You know him. He wrote Last Dog on the Hill. He also co-authored Leader of the Pack. And there's a phrase that he said that describes his book, Chaser. And he said, the real lessons here is how, given enough time, innovation, and love, there are no limits to what can be accomplished with one's own dog. A good dog can change your life. 
a great dog, the world. I mean, the hair on my arms is standing up, gentlemen, and I never even trained my hair to do that. What do you think? You're getting some pretty top dog praise, Professor. Well, we're thankful for that, but I think the public, both scientists and dog owners, recognize that if we can learn how to teach, the door is open for the dogs, our dogs and other dogs, to develop more and more understanding of human language. And you did team up with Alliston Reed, professor at your college, and doing the research for that publication research paper. I don't want to get too technical, but I see throughout the book, you really embrace the power of play in teaching, Chaser. But there were two questions that you addressed in your research. How large can a dog's vocabulary become if you're given extensive training? And what do dogs actually understand when we use human language to communicate with them? I know this is radio. I wish this was a day-long seminar. But in a nutshell, what did you unlock? What secret did you unlock on how to really bring out the best learning in a dog named Chaser? Well, it was two major things that we needed to lock in on her instinct. We needed to make her learning play. And when you're dealing with innate propensities that's built into the dog, then you've got the door. And so we found that we did not need to use food. We found that play itself was the most powerful motivator for Chaser to pursue an understanding of words. With play that really kind of reflected and released her natural instincts as a herding dog. So it was play with all sorts of games like revolved around chasing and herding the toys. And so it was translating Chaser's natural gifts as a herding dog into the language arena by creating language games that were, in effect, substitute herding games. Yeah, exactly. I think that's brilliant because sometimes I think we go over treats, you know, good boy, get a treat, good girl, get a treat. And the dog's like, really? Seriously? I want that little, I think one of your dog's favorite toys is, it's called the, what is it called? The flip flopper? Yes, like something (laughs) like that. (laughs) And I got to ask you, Professor, you are an intelligent man. I do not have over a thousand toys for my dogs, Chipper and Cleo, in my house. In fact, I think there's a little canine envy going on right now because they're listening to the show. I just can imagine. I hope you don't have a studio apartment. You have over a thousand toys for this dog or items? They're in about 20 big, huge Tupperware tubs (laughs) on our back porch. And for nine years, my wife, Sally, has endured 20, 25 to 50 toys on our floor daily. It turns out that most of them are there when we have company to arrive on the door unannounced. Well, you know what? Think about it this way. If I walked into your house versus some house that was so sterile clean, I'm going to have a heck of a better time visiting you, Sally, and Chaser than if I was eating tea and crumpets on a couch that may still have plastic wrap on it. So you know what? Sometimes it's good to be a little bit more fun, don't you think? I think Chaser's brought the fun out in you. Well, I can tell you this. When you knock in the door as you walk in, guess who's going to meet you first? Chaser. Yeah. <laughs> She's very friendly, so, and she, all she'll do is lick you to death. Well, we're getting near the end of the show, but I want to talk about the moment. You know, you've been on national television. You've had a TV production done with Nova Science. I mean, there's a lot of big headlines. You know, Matt Lauer, Diane Sawyer, all these people proven praised. But can you bring us back to that classroom in New York when you were visiting? Is it your grandson, Aiden? Oh, that was a lovely morning, and it was so inspiring. Kids and dogs go together. <laughs> Absolutely. Chaser would rather play with the child, a two-year-old or a 13-year-old, much more than with me. And 
the enthusiasm that these children had. Chesra has infinite energy anyway, but she was radiated the energy of playing with those and performing for that class. And your grandson had to feel pretty, pretty proud, right? He was very proud, but he was also uh, a two-year-old toddler going on all the way up until his, you know, sixth or seventh grade in playing with Chaser. He contributed a lot to her happiness. Well, I do know that we've talked to your publishers, and they have agreed we're going to be able to give away two autographed copies of your book, and I'm hoping we'll arrange in with you guys who the winners will be. So we will be giving it to the 100th and 200th who emails Arden at Four-Legged Life, and the code word has to be CHASER. And we will pick the winners, and once we do, we will send those information to your publisher, John and Hillary, and we ask that you guys could sign it. I don't know if CHASER has a paw print autograph yet, does she? Not yet. She may, though. Okay, but it would be really nice, and I salute you for taking a dog and expanding the mental aspect of the dog. We have a lot of dogs that get exercised physically and stimulated physically, but I think Chaser's tail, pardon the pun, is about the importance of also stimulating them intellectually. Don't you agree, John? Exactly, exactly. And we have found that her life in learning these words has enlarged her life and her happiness. And Hillary, you have had the opportunity firsthand to see this dog, to see this man and their bond. And what's the take-home messages that you want to give to our listeners? Well, I think it's just the, the wonderful things that happen on both sides when there's a, a relationship of mutual trust and affection between a dog and a person. And then when you've got somebody like John who can help put a dog on the path to open-ended learning and to learning concepts as well as behaviors, then you have something really magical and special and also something great that we can all learn from in terms of working with our own dogs and enhancing the relationships we have with them for their benefit and for us. Well put. Now I know why you are a an accomplished author. You do that well. I would give you a treat, but that's not what we're doing here. So I'm just going to have to teach you a new word or something. Expand your vocabulary as a praise. Or maybe you like to play with one of Chaser's toys. I don't know what motivates you, Hillary. I, I, well, playing with a dog will always motivate me. So just uh, right. the thought of playing with Chaser makes me happy. That sounds great. We are speaking with Professor John Pilly and his co-author, Hillary Hinsman, and they have written Chaser, Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. I want you to dash over to chasertheborderkali.com after the show. And for the number 100 and 200th listener who emails Arden at fourleggedlife.com with the code word Chaser, we are delighted and honored that you are going to get an autograph, potograph copy of this book from the co-authors. So just be patient. We'll get all the information and we'll send it on to the publisher. I hope to meet you all someday, including Ms. Chaser. If one day our paths would cross, I would be so delighted to meet Chaser, John. Good, good. We would too. I know she'll beat me. She probably does the Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle. I can only get to like Tuesday. <laughs> So if you're looking for your New York Times crossword puzzle out of the newspaper, go over to where Chaser's 1022 toys are, and I bet that tear sheet from the newspaper is there, and she's probably even learned how to use a pen without an opposable thumb and is doing that puzzle right now, right as we speak. I wish. I know. <laughs> 
there's your next book. There's your next book. Hey, you guys, tell Chaser I want her to play with a flip flopper on my behalf and the behalf of my two dogs, Chipper and Cleo. They say we're not as smart as Chaser, but we are surfing dogs. I have two dogs who surf. So that's our big accomplishment. They may be super smart too, but I, oh, you know, yeah. in, their, in their way, they've got their smartness. They Oh, well, thank you. Smart. Thank you. One's a golden retriever husky mix. That's Chipper. And then the other one's a 12-pound mystery mutt named Cleo. They ride the surfboard together with their little life jackets, and we raise money for shelters. I'm from the Midwest. I'm laughing. I live in San Diego area, and I have two surfboards in my garage, and neither are for me. <laughs> wow. Well, that's just, I think that shows you the capabilities of dogs, that they're much smarter and much more capable in every sort of way than, than we usually think. I think I'm the message boy. you're saying from Chaser, too, is don't just pigeonhole a dog. See what they do best and, and expand upon that, right, Professor? Exactly, exactly. Give them challenges and see what they do. That's well, one of the big approaches that we've taken. Give her challenges. Well, I think you did that spot on, and I'm, I am honored and delighted to have you both on the air. Can we get one more goodbye from Ms. Chaser? Yeah, sure. Chaser, Chaser, can you say goodbye? Speak, speak, say goodbye. Speak, <laughs> She is great. Hey, everybody. I'm so delighted we had them on the show. I want you to go ahead and send your email. Chaser is the code word. The number 100 and number 200 will win an autographed copy of the book. It is called Chaser, Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. At this time, I also thank our special guest, Chaser, Professor John Pilly and Hillary Hinsman. And I also give a pause-up salute to my producer, Mark Winner. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, the most listened-to pet network on the planet. We have 800 listeners strong, and we're growing quickly because we are now, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio. So I want you to check us out there as well. So until next time, this is your flea free host, Art and More, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Art and More. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do, and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>